0: Hello and welcome to Bretton Cliff's Fleet Circus in 2024. Hello. Hey Cliff, I didn't have to press the button where it says, you know, it started. I wow. hope it's working. Normally, like when you, you start recording or whatever, it go, it, I have to then press a button. Do you? Yeah, and I haven't had it that time, so... Hey, okay. it's this new computer. that's caused all kinds of problems. It has, hasn't it? She has two problems, has. of course. I didn't say my name, and you haven't said yours. Ah, yeah, <laughs> but... I, Do people know, though? He has well, He I, has if an if easy way listeners. to tell listeners, whether you're first-time or regular. One of us, <laughs> us is funnier than the other one. You work out who's who. <laughs> But the other one. And one's better looking. But the other one's definitely better looking. So, you know, again. So, you're the funny one. What? What are you (laughs) on about? (laughs) You're the funny (laughs) one. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, Brett. Yes, I'm Brett. Hello. You are Brett, and I'm Cliff. And, you know, I like the comment on your hair when we do this. It's been a month since I've seen you. It's the longest Uh time. For about four years that we haven't uh spoken to each other for various uh-huh. things and at various things. Yeah, well, I haven't had a fall now i know have I? No, no, not 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 as such. <laughs> <laughs> not as such. <laughs> That's very big, isn't it? I know I was affronted by something you texted us. What I thought I'll let them sweat. let them sweat for one those. <laughs> I'll you know? let them sweat. <laughs> anyway, you seem to have stopped dying here, <laughs> Brett. That's what I was about to say. Oh, no, that's uh, just, that's still going on. Is it? I'm just dying of grey now. Great. Oh, you dying of grey. All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I like it. I like the sides. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like the sides, the grey mm-hmm. sides, do you? Mm-hmm. I like well, it. I like you it. You know, out. I'm not really a fan. No. no it's, uh, I don't want to get too you old. Got yeah, I mean, head head right. I'm, I'm you got a lovely You're head. I I am. almost bald. You've got a lovely head. i almost bald. I'd much rather have gray hair than no hair yeah well uh, gladly I'm not faced with that possibility at the I moment well, so I, I'd I like, what I'm saying is kind of enter some kind of swap with a sorcerer and see how it works <laughs> out <laughs> yeah that would be good hey, or maybe there's a is... mall there's a changing room in a mall in the 80s we can go in <laughs> <Is that laughs> yeah kind of there's, there's some machine that we can put uh, two pence in and that'll mm-hmm. allow what wishes to come true. I I heard something uh for no, from no a brett that customer. wouldn't be like a wish if I had a, a wish it wouldn't that wouldn't be the only wish just saying like, no, if no, that sure. happened it would be all right yeah anyway I'm what were sure you saying wouldn't. I was I was saying uh, because the mags aren't happy with the manager. Either. I mean we'll swap we're one. not happy with our manager <laughs> either. Well I, I heard uh, a mag say something funny about the manager. What's his name again? Alfie Ball. Yeah, Eddie Howe. <laughs> he said that uh, he looks like a, a hamster that's been turned into a human by a wizard. Which I liked. Because he kind of does, doesn't he? I suppose so, yeah. I'm yeah. not a massive fan of him. I think he's a bit bored. I think he's disingenuous, Brett. Yeah. Well, he well, pretends certainly that old he's the manager, isn't he? <laughs> well, Mr. Beal, yeah. He, uh, how pretends that it's the other, he's another, he's an mate. That's the one that, oh, I don't know what he's up to, man. Uh, of course, you do. <laughs> oh, that's down to him. That <laughs> nothing to do with me. That kind of behavior. I know you, mate. He's Tindle? an assistant, yeah. That fella Tiddle. Tiddle,
1: Tiddler,
0: Jason Tiddles. Is that his name? <laughs> Jason Tiddles. I, I, I'm unaware of this man. Mr. Tiddler. Well, I wish I was unaware of Michael Beale. You know what? I've so never yeah. I've never thought I've never really called for a manager to get sacked or Sullivan manager, even if they haven't been that good. I've never really thought we should sack him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would. after four games, I thought this man needs to leave immediately. He's, he he's an absolute does. joke. He's clueless. You see, and today he's, he's had a bit of a go at the Sunderland fan in his press conference. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's, a, that's the way to go, isn't it, if you want to get the sack? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he he's obviously, he's not doing himself any favours at all, isn't he? He's talking about his accent and all that kind of stuff. You don't know how to do it, your accent. I know. Uh, they because love you that shit, don't you know, they? If you fall back on that after, that after nine games or whatever it is, it's just... Steve Bruce no, said no, that yeah. about being a Geordie, like, after a year of being terrible. Like, no, it wasn't, it's not the do with be No, I never knew anybody mentioned Steve Bruce was a Geordie, a Newcastle fan, like, mm-hmm. ever. Uh, it's because it didn't happen. It's didn't just happen. an excuse. <laughs> it's just a deflect from the fact that he was rubbish, isn't it? And that's why they do Mi- it. And that's why Beale, this is doing it. Don't like Mick Beale one bit. However, Brett... Yeah. Every I keep scrolling through Twitter and he's popping up and I keep thinking it's me. <laughs> he looks nothing like you. I'll, honestly, I'm going to send you a couple nothing. of pictures. It does look a no, bit like me. I, well, I'm to pleased. That. I'm pleased. You to don't have a massive mole on your face, do you? Oh, I don't. Well, that's why I've realised it's not me. That and the fact no. he's in a tracks tracksuit giving a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> he looks never like you. I've never thought that. I've never thought. They, I think he does yeah. look a bit. I like genuinely, a couple of times, I've been like, oh, oh no, know, it's Spiel again. <laughs> that's, that's a strange thing. Nah, I, I just completely disagree. Brett, I really haven't spoken to you a since before Christmas. Than well, thank you very much. Yeah? The most handsome of the two of us, of course. I haven't yeah. seen you since did you Christmas. Do you get any presents in that? I know it's a bit late for that now, but... Uh... I've got this computer that's uh, causing a bit of... <laughs> Is a, it a gaming you know, computer, a Brett? It's, it's not a game... <laughs> It's not a gaming computer. i play uh, games on the Xbox. Okay. So, yeah. no. Yeah, I, I generally use it for porn and this, you know, artwork. Too many things. <laughs> <Artwork>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I have, use it for. On the, on the MS Paint, is that what you prefer? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so, so <laughs> I just get it and I just like wiggly lines I know with but spray it's best if you choose the spray paint isn't it is that one it is the, the spray paint's always the best <laughs> you, co- you can finish you... it quicker <laughs> you, <can. laughs> you don't That's just go for the thing normal about paint do you <laughs> the worst is when you know you get one of them very thin lines <laughs> no one wants to mess with a very that one thin line. you can hardly <laughs> nah. say anything nah, nah. so go, go for the spray paint straight mm-hmm. off so yeah i got a computer and all that stuff, like you know, uh-huh. what did you get? Uh, I've got some trainers, got some earbuds, quite nice ones. Oh, yes, uh, uh-huh. yeah, and some other bits and pieces, some tiny uh aftershaves which I asked for. So I could, oh. when I go away, I can take a different aftershave every time, like lucky dip, right? That sounds nice. Oh, so, yeah, hey, good, where nice. Where you live, do they call them trainers or do they call them sneakers? A lot of people will say sneakers, I. Do they? Mm. Fools. Not God for me. Fools. Not for me. It's not for you, lad. So when you say trainers, they've got no idea what you're on about. I think I'm talking about wearing two personal trainers. <laughs> 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 <On my feet. laughs> Which would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Cut them, get them. Like, mm-hmm. I imagine they're a bit like, I don't know why, Bob, I'm thinking about sharks sure why shocks mm-hmm. I would like a, a pair of shoes that were were shocks I'm sure you could get them well that's what I, that's what I was thinking of right there when I thought of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other thing that I liked I don't know if you remember this can I remember the yogurts that you used to get that used to have like monsters faces on oh huh. yeah uh they had the feet on didn't they they had the feet on huh They were good. That's why it's it's brought us to that. What were they called? I'm going to... They weren't called Monster Munch, obviously, because that's something different. No. What was it? I can't remember. I wanted to say Happy Feet, but that's definitely wrong, isn't it? Because Monster Feet? It can't have been called something as simple as Monster Feet, surely. Well, why not? It's catchy. Monster... I'm going to Google it it while we're live on air. Monster Yogurts, 90s. Fiendish Feet. Mmm... That I was, was close them. with the monster. Pizza, you were, yeah. They were good hey, ones. I used to love a yogurt when I was a kid. I did still go go in for the yogurts. I well, the opposite to you, I never used to have them when I was a kid, but I'll, I will now. And I wish there was these. You will now, but I really? used to like the moose. There was a hippopotamus moose.
1: Uh
0: huh. A strawberry moose that was with some kind of hippopotamus endorsing it. I used to like that, not the yeah. yogurts. Probably worse oh, wow. for you. All of the things that were worse for Probably. you, that's the ones I liked. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> see if I should Google bring label. them fiendish feats back, shouldn't they? Uh, I, I think, think they'd go down a tree, right? Mm-hmm. They, were, they were nice. Hippo Potter Moose. That's what they were called. Hippo Potter Moose. Uh, I <laughs> like that. Uh, was it I pink? Like... Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Brett. <laughs> The uh, Mm -hmm. an area of lots of areas of Dubai are named after the things that happened in them. Very simple. So there's Academic City, where all the universities are. Mm -hmm. There's Sports City, where there's the football stadium, cricket stadium, stuff like that. Yes. There's Motor City, and in Motor City, there's a big racetrack where they have various races throughout the years. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, it's called Motor City and it's got a big race it. One of my mates runs a pub. Uh, well, John, who messages the uh, podcast from time to time, he runs a pub there. Right. And one of the fellas I know runs the hotel where the pub is. And uh, it's the weekend of the 24 hour, there's a 24 hour race like Le Mans. Remember, we used to like that when we were kids because the cars were quite <laughs> wide and flat. <laughs> <Where> they... Right. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, So there's a 24-hour race on a couple of times a year, and it's on this weekend. And it always, always results in complaints from the people who've chosen to live in the place called Motor City about the noise (laughs) from the racetrack. And somebody just posted on, you know, we've talked about the community groups before. There's a British Dads of Dubai group that I'm in. I might have mentioned Mm -hmm. it. And somebody posted on before saying, lads, I'm getting a thick ear from the missus. About the noise outside. Does anybody know how long this 24-hour race is going to be on? <laughs> uh, no <that. laughs> So if, are, you, are you going to turn up like Raoul Duke in Fear and fair and
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and could try and cover the race? That's what i I'll do if I was you. I'll go from here with, <laughs> this, with this whiskey in hand. <laughs> 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 that would be good. Really tiny it shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I, walking like Liam Gallagher, and mm-hmm. Yeah, hey Brett, are you back on the booth? Thing. I am, yes. I, I was supposed to be doing a dry January, wasn't I? But that was completely abandoned when the derby was off. Okay, so, so it, was, it didn't go weeks. very well. <laughs> All right. Well, I've I've, I haven't been drinking throughout the week. Okay, that's so good. It's a bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. It's alright. What else has been well, going on, Brett? I'm gonna fire some words at you and you can tell us if you've oh, got any opinion. Fire some words at us, Cliff. Um saltburn. You're gonna do it now. Saltburn. No. No. Have you seen it? Yes. Is, is this some finger blasting going on or something? Is that what it is? Some is that stuff what the fuck like that is It's fucking stupid, mate. I, it's horrible. I don't um I, no, I haven't watched it. I don't, uh, I don't know what's about. It's just about no. a lad that hangs out with some posh kids and posh family at university. He goes to their bigger house. They're all horrible, and uh, he he basically like he, does, he does just he just does horrible stuff, like like wanking and stuff like that. It's just all that kind of stuff. Uh, yes. And then he okay. picks them off one by one because he wants their life. That's it. That's it. And then at the end, he dances that naked it? to Murder on the Dance right. Floor, okay. which is why that's popular again um I'll not, I'll not it's stupid it's it's really stupid um but it's... the same fella that barry keegan is that who's from the yes. banshees of insurance fella he's the mm-hmm. one who gets he's not about dancing around but the other mm-hmm. lad who's obsessed joker, with any. and he's the choker, yeah the other lad who's yeah. obsessed with jacob Elodie, who's also in the next word i'm going to throw at you catch this mm-hmm. priscilla no i haven't seen priscilla no well I he was the last time you? he plays elvis in it. well i finished watching it so i think you like that one uh right And i've got one one more thing the, po- the postman program <laughs> did you watch that <laughs> i did watch that and i enjoyed it that was good wasn't it Oh, really that's it. well, well, it's horrible, but you know but... I love I love the little fella in that. not know you love, love Toby him. Jones' little fella. I don't, not sure I like Toby Peter Jones', Bird, it Jones that, fella. But... <laughs> Well, he is a little fella, isn't he. But then when that heart fella turned up, what is oh first yes, Ian Hart. Ian Hart. It was like, well, this is just going to be brilliant now. He's he's the brilliant boy. in it as well, isn't he? Because he's like, he's you think he's going to be amazing. a buddy, but he's not. He's class. Got... Well, that's it. I, I, that, I was expecting him to be a buddy, but he's just class. They both are the one, yeah, it Which was, was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. I know, like, a, 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 a absolutely horrible scandal that still that's still never been resolved. <laughs> um, I know it's destroyed people's lives, isn't it? It's absolutely horrific. Even I mean, Will Miller from Hollyoaks like and that? Coronation Street, he was good, in it. he was. Uh, everybody who was in it, I thought, yeah, was, they were all good. But uh, Lassie was in Coronation Street as well, who played like the nasty post office lady but who kind of crumbled at the end, yeah, She was goodness. she wasn't there very much, was she? i tell you what I did watch uh, a couple of days ago. I watched Wonka. Oh, that? yeah, I have almost, almost uh, got to that on my list. You almost watched it? <laughs> it's, 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 it's near in the top of my list of things to watch. <laughs> it was surprisingly good. Yeah. What's uh, he, Hugh uh, Grant doing in it? He, he, well, he, he was actually good as well. So that's... A bit weird because I wasn't expecting him I don't mind you granting some stuff, but it's just the character seems seems unnecessary to have him play that role, isn't is it? what I thought. Yeah, no, no, everything everything kind of fit. The, the songs were decent and that in it as well. And the songs. The, the songs, yeah, it's a musical, isn't it? Oh, is it i Oh obviously uh-huh. not on that. No, it's a musical. But yeah, it was it was good. The, the what's it Shall, Timothy Chalamet or whatever he's yeah. called?
1: Is he good was it? good as
0: well. I'm not sure. Harder follow Gene Wilder, I think, but he did he did well. I think so he following Johnny Depp, is not he? Well, yeah, I guess so. Johnny <laughs> well, Johnny Depp was completely different to Gene Wilder. and that one, wasn't he? Whereas this guy, I haven't seen it star. to be honest. We just, I just looked Did he play it based on Michael Jackson? Is that the thing <laughs> with that one? Is that another <laughs> thing? I thought that was the thing. What, that he based it on Michael Jackson? Johnny Depp's got... Will he what? I thought he based it on Michael Jackson. I that was a thing. That's the, that's the first that. I made that up. But yeah, that, anyway, that was good. That was good. So I watched that. will well, uh, watch it. I've been watching the thing about Godzilla TV show. That's uh, good. Yeah, is it? I Kurt wasn't... Russell's in it.
1: hmm
0: And his son. And son. Yeah. That, uh, is good. it actually good? Monarch. I was a bit confused about it. It is i mean I, I i've seen all the godzilla newer godzilla films and that all right but i'll watch anything with Kurt still in you see okay. so he's in it i'm all gonna right. watch it overboard because he's That's a handsome one, man you no know, it was pretty Very good escape from new york um what uh how many of the seven deadly sins do you think you're guilty of what about you what did you say i didn't you just blew some smoke i said all of them all of them yeah even well, i certainly drank them all in that <laughs> pub. yeah we did even avarice oh. well i don't know what that is really still never worked that one out well avarice avarice mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Either. No, nobody knows. <laughs> Why is it? is, <laughs> is know. it not amorous? <laughs> amorous, yeah. Was that not lust? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But can you remember that poem in Sullivan called Baroque, where they mm-hmm. used to build the The seven shots. deadly sins. They were good. That that was good. Mm-hmm. Not there. That was it. Went through all them, didn't we? No, it's not there. Well, it was, it was
1: decent. Well, after, that's, that's enough
0: that. rambling on. Anyway, we have acquainted ourselves again. Uh, oh. feel like I know you again now. So, should we talk about Peter Gabriel? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should talk about Peter Gabriel and his amazing album, So. Well, tell Certainly us, from my point of view, about it and why you chose it. Well, I think the reason I chose it is I've listened to it throughout my life. I would say it, it, the, it was. Probably I know how I've said that War of the Worlds was the first album I ever listened to. This was probably the second, I would think. Oh, well, really? Okay. It was certainly the first album I recorded for myself on the tape. So I all right. got my dad's uh, LP and I recorded it on a tape because I got it for Christmas. Remember one of them cheap Walkman things,
1: mm-hmm. ones mm-hmm. that
0: would like eat the batteries and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So, I had one of them and I recorded it and I loved it. I think mainly what would have attracted was, you know, or me to it when I was a kid, because I would have only been five or six or something, was definitely the Sledgehammer video. Aye. That would have attracted me to it, I think. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as a five, six year old, seeing something like that was amazing. I remember watching it on top of the pops, the whole video. I think I remember watching on the chart show, rather than top of the. But box. I love the song as well. I love the song as well, and like I said, I've just listened to it throughout my life. This album, I think it's the best album of the eighties. Do you? I do. Mm. It's I, My favorite. This is this is the first time I've ever listened to it properly, ever, or is not it? even properly, just ever. Mm. Uh huh. That's a bit uh... strange for you, isn't it? Because well, I don't know. Do we do you, do we like Peter Gabriel in general? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I like this album. Obviously, as I've just said, I think it's the best album of the 80s. So I like this album. I like Games Without Frontiers, um, and I like Salisbury Hill and those songs. Yeah, but like, I think that's probably about. He did a very good cover of uh, Heroes by David Bowie. Recently, I think he brought out a covers album. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And that did he not get good. the the people to cover his songs in return or something and bring them out together? Sure, there's something like that. Something like that, wasn't there? Yeah, it was something like that. But I mean, Some high a concept.
1: Massive... Yeah.
0: Well, he's into his high concepts and stuff like that, isn't he? He's all about promoting worlds, boxes on music heads. and. All well, lucky, like, and he likes to put a fox's head on. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not a massive fan of Genesis. Why you I got fox's head? <laughs> I remember I was in a pub once. Uh, funnily enough, it was the Stags Head. I was because... with my wife, and we're just randomly chatting to to these people. Uh, we just met them or whatever. And I, I says this all. Oh, what's your what's your favourite song? What's the best song I've ever written? And he went, "Subas ready." <laughs> and I, I went, oh all right, and I haven't really listened to that one. Listen to it the next day. It's just mental it's <laughs> craziness. Oh, well, it's a, it's a Genesis <laughs> song? I don't know it. It's a Genesis song. Yeah, I think it's the one where he says, <laughs> "I think so." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not a massive fan of like uh, of the Genesis stuff, but this, I think, the songwriting in in this album is just unbelievable. One song in particular, which is my favorite one. I just think the songwriting is just genius. So, yeah, what did you think of it, Cliff? I think it starts amazing. And then if I never heard the end of it ever again, well, in fact, I will never hear the end of it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the (laughs) beginning of it's amazing, but I'm not not keen on the end. Certainly excellent birds. But there's different uh, running orders, isn't there? Because he didn't, yes. he wasn't allowed to put something on the end of an album or something like that, and or he wanted That's it on right, the end. Yeah. And what, what I read was so he wanted a song on the end, but mm-hmm. because the end of a record is thinner than the middle of a record, and it had a bigger bass line, he wanted he he was like, oh, I better put it in the middle of the track list and then because it won't yeah, sound as the good on the stylus was vibrate would vibrate too much. That seems or something. weird, but okay. It, it does seem I, weird, but. I mean, obviously, I I listened to my dad's record and I, I taped my off my dad's record. And the running order obviously is different than what we'll listen to here. Because the song that you're talking about is In Your Eyes, which yeah. is a song I love anyway. Yeah. I think it's class. And that was number five. It was like the fifth well, song. Okay. So, and oh, the, the last one, This Is The of Excellent Birds, wasn't on that album at all. Okay, it would have been better then. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like that song. So every song really was like a banger for me. I, okay. I well, I mean, every it's that single excellent song. birds one that I'm not keen on. I yeah. don't think that we do what we're told. I'm not a big fan of that either. It's got a nice bass line, but I'm not not keen on
1: whatever yeah. the fuck it's about. To be it's, his,
0: it's his electronic <laughs> stuff, isn't it? Because he's like a pioneer of electronic music. If you think he's one of the first to use like a um, sampler, like a computer. Yeah, the Fairlight Sounds. thing, right? Even yeah. Bush. So, that's right. That's right. I think K. Bush bought one because Peter Gabriel told her will buy one or whatever, you know. I think he even had like a company to, to sell the that, that particular synthesizer. Okay, know, Sam, okay. okay. So well, yeah, so it's the first time kind of I heard it. I don't, I'm not a huge Peter Gabriel fan, but I'm a, I am a huge Sledgehammer fan. And over the years... Have gone from liking it because it used to be on every compilation or every time you had the radio on in the car when you were a kid or growing yeah. up. And obviously, the video is absolutely amazing. So, the video is this odd, Ard, oddman, is that right? Animation, it is, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if you haven't seen it, fuck me, but it's, it's one of the greatest pop videos of all time, like up there with aha yeah. and all of that in what it did at the time. Um, all mm-hmm. this animation going on around his head while the song went on so anyway i've gotten like beyond that and actually i think it's a fucking perfect song like before it was just a thing like it was just it just existed and it was and i like singing along to it but yeah probably in the last two years i've just really grown to love the song and you want to know something that will mm-hmm. probably make you go fuck off is I heard a Harry Styles cover version of it or I watched him cover <laughs> it in a live thing and uh-huh. hearing him sing it and he did it pretty much just did it like note for note and hear him play it live I was like "That hey, actually like that sounds mint and that's Harry Styles and then I went back yeah. and listened to the real one and I think Harry Styles is all right actually but I went back and listened to the Peter Gabriel one and I probably listened to it Almost every day for about two years or three years now. I, really? I love it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, well, I mean, I I love the song as well. I unbelievable believe. Do you think it's about sex? <laughs> Jane would tell you that Jane. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could be like you know the words and stuff like that. I think it fits in, but it could be about anything. Because that's the other thing that I like about yeah Peter Gabriel and uh, this album. It's like the the sort of imagery that that he creates especially in my favorite song I mean I love Sledgehammer like you for lots of different reasons but Mercy Street's my favorite one which is like a haunting one but he's like that's the the imagery that he sort of creates yeah songwriting and stuff you know it's just unbelievable there's there's a part where he's talking about a warm velvet box and I want to know what's in that warm velvet box. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just like, it's unbelievable. And because, well, I, I you know, I, I like, I like uh, you know, bits of songs and stuff like that. There's a bit in that song where he says, uh, dreaming of the tenderness, tremble in the hips of kissing Mary's lips. I just think that's fucking genius, mate. I nice. love it. Yeah. I absolutely do love it. Yeah. You know what? When I was listening to it the other day, I I think that song kind of washed over us a bit. I didn't really, and you said it's your favorite. I was like, oh, I've just listened to that one, and I didn't. It didn't stand out. I know Big Time, though. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a single as well. Obviously, not as big as Sledgehammer, but it was still a big single. So I knew that one. I know Don't Give Up the uh, the song, the duet with Cade Bush. It and uh and red rain which opens it which I think is an absolutely amazing song so it's always been those yeah. four that I've kind of noticed and there's only nine songs on the album or something um mm-hmm. and, and there probably only that, be eight. that voice again I I, I caught I couldn't tell you what that sounds like and Mercy Mercy Street I, I obviously need to listen to that again because I just yeah I def- not notice the give it a little bit listening it's it, it's very straight it, it sort of creates this imagery of being in like some kind of small village or something like that. Almost, almost like a Stephen King novel. And you can't quite fathom the, the things that he's saying about it. He's talking about like the priest and stuff like that. He's, he's the duck there. He can handle the shocks from the warm velvet box. Okay. I mean, which is fucking amazing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I okay. love stuff like that, mate. The warm but, velvet but box, not, not a, uh not a coffin. Well, could well be. Could well be. But what is in the warm velvet box? A I dead know, body. Something that shocked them. Um, <laughs> but I think that all it all the way through, it's the imagery and the the storytelling is different to other Peter Gabriel albums. I think I know this is obviously his poppiest album to, to up to mm. that point and probably ever since, uh, and his biggest yeah, I think hit. So uh, I think. Um, more accessible than his previous... Still not stuff, massively straightforward, though, is it? It's not... uh um... no, I, I don't think he's, he'll ever be sort of straightforward in his lyrics and stuff like that, will he? I mean, even Sledgehammer, is the, that's the pop song from this album, isn't it? And he, he's talking about show me round your fruitcakes and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? And its that's like he's... Apparently he's Otis redden song, isn't it? With the horns and like... There's yeah. a lot of this stuff where he's, his voice, he hasn't got, I mean, he hasn't got a, a, a powerful soul voice. He's got a very distinctive voice and very powerful in its delivery and, and how he uses it. But it's not like he's never going to be up there with like, oh, my God, have you heard that singer? Um, but there's a oh, lot I of like soul. I think, I think his voice is perfect, man. I, I think it's voice. absolutely perfect for this stuff. But there's a lot of... Uh, Kind of soul and gospel and and that and, and, and that kind of influence yeah. in it, I think. um Well, that's the thing with like you know the world music sort of thing coming into it. He's he sort of taking influences from everywhere, isn't he? Like Brazilian drums and it's like Brazilian, all and, and different African. kinds of stuff thrown into this album, isn't it? it the to- it, Talking it Heads worked. were doing the same thing, right, a couple of years earlier, um and I think yeah, it's- and obviously. Paul Simon with these African stuff as well was the same year, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Exactly but I same think year as this. Talking Heads and this take it a little bit different direction and a bit more experimental yeah. with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's a bit similarities between some of the rhythm section and stuff in this and that Talking Heads stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like not on every song. And it's like some of it's quite subtle. Uh, I think all of it, or most of them, are like recognizable as normal pop songs, I think, compared to like these experimental stuff. Um, yeah, is there like have you got a little synopsis of the album because we haven't really done that? I have no synopsis whatsoever, no synopsis. just no, you know, I didn't even bother. Just it, it's his <laughs> fifth studio album, this one. Um, but it's, it's his first his one successful. with a, with a title. Well, the other titles, I think he, he wanted the title to be so. I Don't know ambiguous, I guess. So do you know what I mean? Probably what I did he be called? Call it good. <laughs> good, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And I mean, since I think his first three albums were just Peter Gabriel. A bit like the Courtney one or really? two. Is the four is there? I but think his first so. three were definitely just Peter Gabriel one, Peter Gabriel two, Peter Gabriel three. Um, and then on to sort of, you know, this is the fifth one. But the, well, the other thing I want to say, I mean, what what do you think of Don't Give Up as a song, Kate Bush? Well, because well, I think it gets a bit of stick, doesn't it? Uh, we're going to run out of time, oh, so parodied. let's talk about it. Let's talk about when we come right. back in 10 minutes. Because I the okay. think there's a lot to say about that song. Yes, there is. <laughs> right. All right. See you in a bit. Well, we're back. We had a short break. And we're going to still talk about uh, so by Peter Gabriel, his fifth studio album, and we were going about it in a bit of an arse about it way. Uh we, we were just mentioning <laughs> the song Don't Give Up, a duet with Kate Bush. Uh Yes. And a lovely, beautiful song, I think. But I, I certainly think so. What do you, what, what do you think? Well... I, I think so, I think it's a great song You originally, I think, asked Dolly Parton to do it with him Which would that have would been be, a bit weird That would be lovely, I think <laughs> I, I prefer Kate Bush, thank you very much But yeah, it's a strange one Because at, at the time that this came out I, I, Obviously it's about like failure and a man who's you know Finding it difficult to find work and stuff like that And being consoled by his wife mm-hmm. That's what the song's about, isn't it? And at the time, it, 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 I think my dad was out of work, you know, and as a little kid, as a little five-year-old, six-year-old kid. I, I remember going to uh, the job centre and stuff like that with my dad, and I'm looking at them. Can you remember them little card things that they used yeah, to do Yeah, yeah, of course. And, well, to be honest, I think, all that I, kind of I, stuff. I think my dad was out of work at that time. I think he left his job at yeah, well, uh, it was, Vic Young. And it was Thatcher's Britain was in, in the, the postman, 80s, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, you know? Uh-huh. I mean... I, You know, people where we lived in the northeast obviously weren't tripped very well by Mrs. Thatcher. So, yeah, so it's kind of. I don't know if obviously I was only five, I was only six. I don't know, you know, if I would have taken all that in and then listened to the song and put the two together at that time. But certainly as I've got older, I have, and it kind of reminds us of that kind of time. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Maybe a bit of like retro fitting that to the period. Yeah, now poss- you know what it's possibly, about. possibly, but I, it's just very strange that I was listening to this at that time, and that, yeah, that yeah. was happening. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though I was just a kid, it's it it was still reality. It was still what was happening. Yeah, and obviously, like I say, as a as as a young man, you know, as a young kid, listening to music for the first time. I probably didn't understand what the song was about mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I just thought it was a sad song or whatever yeah but then as as you get older you know you put two and two together well, it's just a strange thing it yeah, yeah. Me I, of that. that's nice though um I think there's he said it's something influenced by whatever he was reading about the Great Depression in America which I think would have been why he wanted. Dolly Parton To be part of it Obviously that kind of uh, Yeah Country it, kind it was of a, thing a painting Or something Wasn't it Initially or Was it Okay, Some okay. Kind of, Yeah um, I think so But then Because he Quite for well, being a posh man He seems To be on The right side of uh, Politics And decisions And ethics And stuff yeah. like that um, mm-hmm. So he's, At the time He said He's Kind of A lot of these songs, he's either putting himself in different characters or pained in different characters with these lyrics and the songwriting. And he thought that the Thatcher, Britain, and people losing their jobs needed to be addressed. And that's where this love story kind of came from. But I do have a bit of an issue with it, which I don't think these two very privileged people with very privileged uh-huh. upbringings are the right people to put them to like play act these roles that were basically roles like what well, our parents and our family were going through when well living. Yeah, they were, they were living it while these guys are play act for the sake of a single. I think is, is something a bit odd yeah. about that for me? I've not, a, I, I, I love the I, song, I but I think it's, I don't like that side of it. I get that, but that's that's the same kind of thing that's leveled at John Lennon and his protest songs and and things like that. I mean well, I a think lad, John Lennon what, was working class, well, maybe he had a he was, yeah, opinion. but not at that at that time that he was releasing working class hero or, or whatever. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He, he, those type of accusations are leveled at at him. Same with like Band-Aid and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So uh, there's a lot at work called James, who's a very nice fella, but he he doesn't like John Lennon for the very, for those type of reasons that he's singing about, you know, peace and love. and he's Imagine no possessions. I get it. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I understand it, but at least he came from a bad background and kind of lived through some shit stuff to get to that point. And, you know, that songwriters, they're artists, they create their art in whichever way they think will the art, the muse takes them uh, get that as well I just i don't know like the i just think these two are so they're like the epitome of like comfortable like yeah, upper middle, middle class, class. Art artists that can be artists because of the family situation and you know i don't know if you have you read phil collins's book no i have not it, it's it's brilliant um there's a lot of it but when he first a lot of it he's like making excuses for him being a bit of a dickhead. But uh when he first meets Genesis and meets Peter Gabriel and stuff, there's a lot in it about basically the go to Peter Gabriel's like family house, which is this massive mansion and there's a swimming pool and all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And he says they're all they're all kind of looked down at him a little bit because he's a working class lad. And I'm not saying that yeah. my opinion of Peter Gabriel is tainted because of Phil Collins' autobiography, but like you can see a bit of that and I think to get to this status where he was in the 80s and, and Kate Bush for me I think Kate Bush is a brilliant uh musical artist but also her background is like proper privileged and I just think it's a weird juxtaposition I yeah. don't know don't mind us thinking about fucking babushka and stuff like that but maybe there's some Russians <laughs> who think the same thing about her but doing that of this woman's work yeah, but anyway, is that a thing? Is that like been leveled at it before? Or am I just too sensitive? It, It's not that I've heard that you're the first to bring that up. I mean, I, I maybe have completely overlooked that because of my love for the song and, and the memories kind of that it brings back for me, I think. Do you know what I mean? But it's yeah. a valid point. It's, de- it's, it's definitely a valid point. But ultimately, I just enjoy the song it's mm-hmm. a sad yeah, yeah. song and i like it and obviously bring you know it reminds me of, of that particular thing, which isn't a necessarily happy time or a nice time to be sort of reminiscent mm-hmm. about but now there's the song is it i, mean, I know there's he's, been he's on a bridge he's going to chuck himself in the water <laughs> yeah. isn't he in the middle of the song yeah but there's a uh, Yeah, it's a valid a... point that you're making though There's a few people have cited it as being helpful. Elton John said it helped them sober up the line where she says, put your head on my shoulder. You worry too much in the song, Mm -hmm. which is a bit, to be honest, I think this is a beautiful song. And I think there's that bit when that bit of the song kicks in, or when she says that the song takes on this whole other level of instrumentation and stuff, which Mm-hmm. I kind of noticed because I've been listening to it In kind of close quarters With the headphones on and stuff recently And just the, this piano bit comes in at that point And it's like it, it. I can see why people might have that reaction to it Like so if they're looking for the some meaning in it Because it's a proper yeah. like emotional change in the song And it goes mm-hmm. almost this gospel kind of Like the music goes almost gospel And I don't think the voices are like that just this little piano bit that comes in there and it just charges those emotions after she has that yeah. like those really comforting words for them. It's it's uh-huh. a beautiful it's really beautiful. I, I, it's super emotional. So you can see why yeah, it, it might I, mean I, I a lot to people, think. especially people who are looking for a bit of meaning like this is about not wanting to kill yourself or feel worthless because you don't have a job, but is what it's written for. But elton John saying it helped him not want to give up trying to get sober and i think matthew perry said the same thing as well uh before yeah. he died well I, I think peter gable's like suffered from depression throughout his life hasn't he and yeah and i, I think, think anybody can right? say to him like don't, don't get... give up and all that kind of stuff okay. as well so obviously there's it's not just about a man you know he yeah. wasn't got a job and all that kind of stuff it's whatever you put into it yeah want to yeah. take out of it isn't it do you know what i mean but yeah. I, I think the bass throughout this whole album is wonderful. Bass is amazing. The bass. Who plays the bass? And I've, I've got, I have got—I think there might be different people playing the bass, but is I'm not it? too sure. But even at the end of this song, it goes into like a wonderful bit of bass at the end of this song. Yeah, like just it's it ends class. in a bit of a strange way, doesn't it? Like Not how you expect in, it anyway. Like, that is class. It's yeah. really good. I think uh you're trying to find out who's playing the bass now, aren't yeah. You? I know. Well I know it's the album produced by Daniel Lanois, which I don't know if that's mm-hmm. how you say it, but that's how I've always said it. Um, and the obviously now it's a very 80s sound, and people, you know, the, the, the drums and the bass, uh, and that yeah. fair which was obviously that moment in the mid-80s between Kate Bush, Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel, like all kind of making this sound of this the songs all had a certain quality a Mm -hmm. lot of that is because phil collins produced a lot of albums in the 80s with the same sounds but uh i think i don't think it does sound dated. there's some stuff from the 80s that i think sounds dated but i think this is quality and i don't think it does sound dated i think i get it no i don't it's it's this it's a sound that definitely come about in the mid 80s and you know it was made then but I don't think it's dated. It might, maybe it's come around again uh, because like all kind of fashions and stuff do come around again. Probably 15 years ago, I probably would have been like, oh, it's probably 80s that. But, you know, I don't yeah. like... I, I would have been the same. Well, I, maybe it's not with this, but yeah, with all the stuff. I agree. It's, it, it's Tony Levin who plays the bass okay. on tracks one to five anyway. So I think there's like a mix of, of different okay. people. Well, Daniel, yeah. produces, yeah, certainly on this one, he's obviously produced U2 and mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. Uh, Time out of mind, which is like the Bob Dylan album in the 90s. That was his meant to be a late career comeback. And it's like 30 years ago now and he's still making albums, but um, mm-hmm. uh, I love that. And his production is very now it has its own style this kind of swampy reverb and stuff like that but at the, obviously at this point it didn't have like he wasn't putting his own stamp on the production I don't think um yeah but yeah like great Well, what, what are the songs that I I think um like red rain that opener I just think is absolutely amazing uh yeah that's another, Arnold, it's isn't it? another excellent song I'm like uh has got Stuart Copeland on the drums hasn't it well on has it set of the drums Mm-hmm. That Laurie Anderson it, it, one, the excellent birds. Nile Rogers plays guitar on that. <laughs> <laughs> I did, did say that, yeah. But like I say, that wasn't even on the, you know, the, the version that I listened to when I first okay. listened to it. I think it was only added like in two thousand and two or something like that. Okay, and okay. Probably just should have left that one off. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, um, I mean, I, I think every song's great. Everything, every song's fast. I mean that. You know, the last one, the electronic sort of one. That, that one's okay, but uh, I don't I mean, think I'll listen to it. You know what? It reminds of kid. Roger Waters. I can't I can't do <laughs> that? <with laughs> do you think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it's Peter Gabriel doing his electronic thing. Yeah. But as a kid, as a kid, so this is how I'd listen to it as a kid, right? So it will be okay. Red Rain, Sledgehammer, Don't Give Up, That Voice Again, In Your Eyes, Mercy Street, big time. That's it. Oh, okay. So that's that's what I saying <laughs> <All listening. right. laughs> Which is, I mean, all those songs are absolutely class. I love all those songs. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's amazing. For me, that is how the album is. Is it in your eyes, six-year-old? Is in on. your eyes the one with You Should Um, it might be. There's what was of sure. African singer on right? Like, I think it's him. Yeah, I think in your eyes got Baton Voters by Jim Kerr. I think. <laughs> Ha, class, yes, <laughs> <Class? laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I think Jim Curzon that one, sorry, right, one cool. of them anyway, yeah. But uh, so, for me, like, all brill- all really good songs. Well, uh, obviously, Mercy Street's my favorite, Sledgehammer, it's just unbelievable. Big Red Time's Ring's good, isn't it? Big Time's proper 80s because obviously he's like, well, Big Time's the complete opposite to. You know, don't give up. Isn't yeah. it? big times about yuppies, isn't? Yeah, of, you know, I'm, I'm a way out making it and all that kind and of The stuff. video for that's <laughs> like, kind of, I don't know if you've ever seen the video, but the video is pretty iconic as well. Just not, it's just that song and video's overshadowed by Sledgehammer, but by it's, Sledgehammer. Uh, but Wait, it's I mean rightly so. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's just like an all time great, is it? Um, but yeah. Red Rain, but the I imagery mean... on Red Rain is just amazing, and the story behind is pretty yeah. pretty bleak. Uh, to open an it's about a dream like, isn't it? A dream that he had, or something like that. I mean, people jumping like, off cliffs. It's like and the, there were bottles, the blood of like these dead, all these people who died out were being stored in jars, and the atmosphere yeah, was getting you know, too hot that they. Burst a into Like, Fuck me, Gabriel. <laughs> <what are you> <laughs> <about>? <laughs> but that's still like, meant. Nope. A wonderful dream, even though it's crazy, isn't it? It's like, I don't have dreams like that, personally, but I wish you did. But, I mean, big time. Why Why wasn't big time on American Psycho? I know, it's perfect, isn't it? <laughs> <It's> perfect? perfect? <laughs> Unless he wouldn't, he wouldn't allow it. But Maybe. Um, it's just strange. Have you heard his new album? I, ha- I haven't heard his new album. Have I you? I think you would like it. Uh, I listened to it the other night uh-huh. on the back of this and, and talking um it's called io and it's like it's basically like as if he didn't bring anything else out until after so until now like it's Mm -hmm. almost like a follow-up to so it's got um, like yeah it's the same like the the covers like kind of similar vibe the album title is um and yeah uh it's like very similar in sounds and stuff like that it's proper it's class like a like a proper like masterful work of art for like for this kind of artist like it was really really good yeah um well but yeah i mean i listen. don't really listen to i've never really given them that much time i've got the first album was Salisbury hill car as it's called um mm-hmm. the first beat i gave you that's one, a good song, gonna... isn't it salisbury hill class what do you think of the Eurasia cover <laughs> i don't think i've heard the cover. Oh, no. never mind you would. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Games Without Frontiers as well. That's that's amazing as well. I don't know and that I, one. I, what's I, that? It's Kate Bush. You don't know Games Without Frontiers. No. Oh, well, you gotta listen to that one, Clip. It's a oh, uh, right. Kate Bush is about vocals on that, which I found out recently from doing this as well. Okay, which I didn't know about. You like you've, Kate you've heard G- Games Without Frontiers, you definitely have. G- oh, no. so- It's just a song or an album. It's a song. Oh, okay. I'll listen to it then. Yeah, just a song. I'll listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) all right, (laughs) cool. Yes. Did you enjoy the album and stuff? Yeah, I did. Just obviously, the track listens a bit different to what came out in the eighties. Changed as things get remastered and stuff like that. I don't like excellent Mm -hmm. birds. Like I'm not i just yeah. laurie anderson i'm not bothered about that stuff i don't like that fucking art poetry spoken word nonsense like there's a place for it i don't particularly think it's on this album but also neither did he originally i guess and i read that there uh, well, was some not? kind of dispute she's got a version of it on one of her albums at the same time and i think they disagreed on whose song it was or what was better right um and she's got it on an album, and it's a different version of it. And he's got this version on this. And apparently they fell out over it. Uh, this is quite bass heavy, right? And she was like, "I can't hear any bass in this song." I don't know what he's talking about. And then has like It's just very strange. But I mean, she uh, was married to Lou it? Reed. So why so... didn't he just get rid of it? Because it doesn't. It does the album no good anyway. <laughs> no, but it's not it's for not me originally. Unless I, he's think, I, piss I think he probably added it just to add a bit of that kind of out thereness, ness which you obviously kind of known for before that so it was yeah less, but it doesn't need though. it though does it it doesn't need it well you've got that all. I think if you if the album ended on we do what we're told I probably would be all right with that but I think it comes in the middle of the thing and I'm like, what well, well, what's this doing after After a big time, it's this. And then there's that experimental one with Laurie yeah. Anderson just saying daft words. And then it goes to In Your Eyes. I'm like, well, what the, where have these two songs come from in the middle of <laughs> it? Like it's <daft. laughs> well, that's it. That, that's what I mean. Like that wasn't the case when I was a kid. You know, I didn't I didn't listen to the last song.
1: Mm-hmm. Excellent
0: birds wasn't on. And In Your Eyes was, you know, fit track on, on the album it's much better that way because all the songs are great yeah just have it that way nice but, you got a quiz there you go i have got a quiz now it's this is complete I, I haven't read it back anyway it's it's we're supposed to do a film a couple of weeks ago we? surviving yeah. the game well yeah but it was on me the box then it? it disappeared now i can't <laughs> get it <laughs> well i fucking watched it anyway and uh, I did a quiz. So th- this is a this is a survival quiz, Cliff. Okay, for you to do. All right, nice. Mm-hmm. Right. The question number one: What are the ten essential items recommended by the hiking and scouting organizations for safe travel in the back country? The back country. Bat country. Yeah, it could be Bat country. <laughs> Oh, my, my God. <laughs> that back, back to fear of loathing again. <laughs> um, uh, or a, a, a compass. A compass? <laughs> yeah, a navigation. That's one uh, of the things. So you need something for navigation. A Swiss army knife. That probably takes yes! about five up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done. A flashlight. A I'll give you that. A headlamp. A headlamp, okay. <laughs> um, Boots. Boots. I'll, I'll give you that. Extra clothes. Extra clothes, all right. A ro- rope? Mm. Rope. Rope's rope? not on there, Cliff. Well, I, think they're no. missing. I think they should have 11 on this list then and put rope in. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, water. Hydration. Yeah, ex- extra water. Yeah. They've extra. already assumed that you brought extra, water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was already going to bring five litres extra. I didn't bring Just any water. Extra. <laughs> bring extra. Um, da, da, da. Well, I guess. So if you've got extra snack, water, if you need. You need some extra food. Extra food. Extra food, of yes. course. Uh, well what done. would you take? Pom bars you You're, take missing, two, you're pom missing, bars? Three. Um, missing 3 Um missing three. I've said a knife I've said a compass I've said extra water extra food a, a headlamp shall I tell you the last couple? is it something to do with like thermals or something like that no it's not thermals it's sun protection but I, I'm going to... uh, you could is, have said hot I'm under the canopy <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not you're out in the wilderness first aid <laughs> and fire first aid what the fuck so there you go <laughs> But you did quite well you, 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 I think you'd survive quite a long time I mean, you probably know, you just you haven't got fire, fear, these, some protection and first aid two and a half so if no talent right. to you right if you didn't get injured or eaten or anything you'd be fine I think What's and the that's to you first aid there you go Which band had hits with Eye of the Tiger and Burning Heart? Well, nobody knows the second one, but they're called Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know Burning Heart? No. Wasn't that on one of the Rocky films as well? I think it was. No idea. There you go then. Survivor Man is the 11th episode of the fourth season of What American Comedy what survivor man oh is it the office it is i knew you'd get that one (laughs) have you seen? you don't like it right have you seen that one i've seen i've seen a lot of it because lennon's watched it about 20 times honestly that one's class when he like he's documenting himself going into the woods (laughs) and he's like it's like about 20 (laughs) minutes and he's like it's got like it was obscure but I knew you'd get it. Yeah, I think he's like ripped all his clothes up and stuff. But he's like, it's about 15 minutes after I get it. Well done. I knew you'd get that one. That's <laughs> why I put that in. Which WWE event is normally held the Sunday before Thanksgiving? I think this used to be my favourite one Survivor Series.
1: It, was that, that the one where correct. they
0: had four like teams of four like double tag teams mm-hmm. you yeah like i think that. so i like... used to like royal rumble i think that was my oh, favorite one whether you start to chuck each other at the ring. yeah and then every 30 seconds be like Arr! and somebody would come yeah, running in and then joint the clown would come in just from under the mat or something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and shango. <laughs> yeah you couldn't do that now so babe. well done which game was the first to be given the survival horror tag? So, which survival game? horror? Resident Evil. Yeah, well done, Resident Evil. You get this last one right, there, and you've got them all right. Can you believe it? Right. What is the name of Bob Marley in the Wheelers eleventh studio album? Survival. <laughs> it is well well done cliff very well, well i didn't done. tell you, you Brett, all, right? in the last year i've become dubai's number one survivalist <laughs> <laughs> I, can, but I, I don't need well well no first aid it. as long as you, you remember that sudden protection that you forgot about cliff you'll be fine won't you i, have I think survived quite, here it's without essential it's essential in Dubai, I would imagine, in the desert. Yeah, it is actually Jane takes it, it very is. seriously. I'm sure. I'm sure. But hey, well done there. Thank you. On the oh, that was good. That I like that. Um, it's been good catching up again after so long—a month. Um, yes, it it certainly has. Well, we're going to finish with some music from music. my brother's band, so called Amateur Ornithologist. Uh. And he's also a massive Peter Gabriel fan. So either he'll be happy that we talk about it or there'll be loads of complaints about all the stuff we've got wrong. Uh, <laughs> but he's not like that. But you will probably just cringe at the stuff that we've got wrong. Um, yeah, probably. So, yeah, well, this is Daniel, amateur ornithologist. Am I saying that right? I feel like that's not right. But, uh, amateur. Amateur. you you saying amateur? That's how I would pronounce it, yeah, ordinarily. Would you? You say amateur. Uh. Yeah, I, I would say bluntly like that. Uh. Uh. Amateur. <laughs> <laughs> amateur. I would say it like Stephen Hawking. I don't... You know what? Hey, Whenever hey, we started what do you producing... think about What do you think about him being in the, in the sex rooms and that? Um, I've never been a fan of the man, so... Not I mean, you, you, no. you weren't surprised. Weren't surprised.
1: <laughs> <Wasn't> there, <laughs> you? Anyway, your
0: kids' <laughs> band, Amateur ornithologist yeah, yeah. Well, it happens every time and... we start talk about bands and descendant us going, "How do you say that name?" It's you. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, me, yeah. Yes, it, it, your kid's got a new album, hasn't he? It's called Hide, mm-hmm. and it's out. Well, it was out twelfth of January, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Still is out. This is a song came out from it. it. It's called Time to Talk. Yes, so here we go. See you later, and uh, it's time for us to talk once more in about a week's
1: time. You <laughs> 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 <laughs>